Hey there, and welcome to episode 38 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Luton Truth Jennings. Howdy. How's it going? Yeah, it's all right, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm all good. I've got my little visitor with me today. Very adorable. Yeah, I've got the uh, I've got my dog in there. Well, our dog, Lola, just sitting in. She's on the webcam. So mate, uh, for anyone that... Podcast's just better now. It's better, isn't it? Just always have the dog in shot and then... <laughs> Probably get more listens and views then, won't you? Somehow, yeah. Dog energy. <laughs> Just got to get that canine energy in there. Now she's knackered. She's on our new bed and she absolutely loves it. But for anyone that will watch the video, the little clip that we put out for each podcast episode from now on, we'll see. Uh, we'll see my little my little dog in there. So Lola. Even more of a reason to follow us on Instagram and uh, see those clips. So. Get a little plug in there early. What have you been playing, mate? I have been playing... Uh, I got a game because big Steam sale at the moment. Yep. Autumn uh, sale, right? Got a game for... I think it was 4GBP. Nice. Uh, with the DLC. What game was it? It was called Final Station. And it's like a side-scrolling zombie game. Uh, sort of pixel art, pixel art graphic style, but... The zombies are all uh, just silhouettes. Oh, yeah. It's, it looks quite cool. Um, and it's almost broken to two sections. So you're a train driver and you have to go from station to station, picking up supplies where you can, so you can get like food, materials, money, and so you can find survivors. Okay. And you take the survivors to the train and you've got to get them to the next main sort of depot. Where yeah. where you can drop them off and then you get rewards if you get, like get them there alive, right? But whilst, okay. w- once they're on the train, then they will have a health meter and a like medical meter, and some of them will come on with injuries, so they'll like bleed out over time. So you've got to keep bandaging them up, and some of them, well, they will get hungry, so you've got to get enough food to sort of keep them alive till the end of the journey. Oh, cool. So it's like a survival-ish game. Yeah, it's survival mechanics, management mechanics. It's a bit of both. Whilst you're moving from kind of area to area? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and they some of them are a lot more difficult than others. There's a few different types of zombies. It, it's pretty scarce on ammunition. So you can right, either okay. whack them or you can shoot them. And obviously I've just got the shotgun, so I've progressed for it Yeah, maybe a couple of hours. So you get you get better ones as you go. Nice. It can't, that reminds me of um, not exactly the same, but you know, like how faster than light. Yeah. As you move from area to area. And yeah, you, yeah. And it gets harder, but you get stronger. Yeah. Similar idea. Yeah. Just different setting, I suppose. Oh, that's cool. Is that on just PC? Is it? I don't know. I got it on Steam. Um, for yeah, like four quid with the DLC. DLC. It's out on Switch, Xbox, PS4. Uh, and PC. I was gonna say it sounds like a good uh, Switch game. What's mm, the yeah, what, like? Be. What is it okay. like? To, uh, sort of? Do you say side scroller? Yeah, side scroller. Oh, okay, cool. So, do you have like different carriages? Do you like add carriages to your? I haven't yet. You do. It's almost like different backgrounds, and then there's different areas of the train that break. Right. Depending okay. On what type of area you're in, so then you've got to maintain that as well, so you can not the train doesn't break down. So it is kind of like FTL in that regard, that you're on one. Yeah, 
and then you just journey and then the areas can be quite different some of them are like cities some of them are a bit more rural some of them are just like offices and you can go up and down and everything's like shrouded until you've gone into the room so you don't know what's going to be in any room right, before okay. you go into the next one so you could walk into one and it'll just be full of zombies and you're like oh my god so it's kind of risk reward then that you're like but you want to do, do it you, yeah but you want to find as much food as possible to yeah. keep your survivors alive so yeah it's got that balance again then yeah it's like if you take a chance in this room it might be full of zombies but it might have like caches of food in it or whatever yeah. might have loads of slugs yeah. loads of shotgun shells I'm assuming is it kind of like uh, not roguelike, but if you die, you start from scratch. And then no, it's actually quite generous with that. If you die, like if the if a person dies in your train, that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you just don't get the rewards. But if you die, it starts you back from like a checkpoint in the area that you're in. Oh, okay. So it's not so as it's brutal. not as punishing as, as yeah. that. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. And that was only four quid. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Seventy-five percent off on Steam at the moment. Seventy-five percent off. Oh, mm. wicked! So it's actually quite like twenty quid then when it's. Yeah, like, I think you know it came out in 2016, offer. so it's been around for a while. I feel like I recognise the name. I mean, like the the final station is it? Final station. Yeah. The... Do my best games developed it. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I'm into that. I like it. I like a little, like a little game like FTL. I used mm. to play. I used to play Fast and Light on my laptop when I used to go when I used to work at the cinema. <laughs> I'd take my laptop in and play it like on my breaks and stuff because they just used to give you ridiculous breaks at the cinema, like split shifts. Not even that. Like you do going on a complete tangent quickly. You do like an eight-hour shift, but you'd get an hour break and then two fifteen-minute breaks. So, and there was only so many. I sort of hate the fifteen-minute breaks. It's just like I'd just go out for a smoke for five minutes and then I'd just come back. I'd rather have three. Smoking. <laughs> I'd just rather have three of them, <laughs> like dotted over just my shit. Three ciggy breaks. Just nip out five minutes straight back. Done. Anyway, getting sidetracked by my job I had about five, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. Um, I think I'm nearly at the end of Alan Wake too. I think it's so good. It's yeah. so good. You need to play it, man. You need to play it. Yeah, you I'm gonna have to. absolutely love it because I want to talk about it because there's so much to talk about in that game. Oh, I'm gonna have and to. And I obviously, don't want to. Fifty quid. It's digital only. But... Yeah, I don't mind. It's just bumping it up the list, isn't it? I uh, so I've done like fifteen hours on it, and I think I'm coming towards the end. I reckon I might okay. have two, two, three hours maybe. So. It's probably a 20-hour, 25-hour game if you want to go and do everything. It's absolutely piling out the trophies as well on PlayStation. Get those endorphins flowing. Yeah, there's like I think there's like 66 trophies and I've got 78% of them already. And I've not yes. even completed the game yet. But it's really good. It's so, so good. I'm really in that kind of tossing up what my game of the year is going to be. Yeah, the, the game moment. of the year battle. But... Uh, other than that, a little bit of cyberpunk, I think I'm getting towards the end of that. So I'm actually like ticking stuff off my list that I've had for yeah. a while. Closing some books. Still playing Fortnite as well. Yeah. Uh, just making the most of it while Plugged it's good. Plugged into the IV. <laughs> just while it's good again, I want to make sure I get in 
as many games as I can because I think yeah. in like a week, I think it's next Thursday or Friday that they're just going to change it again. So yeah, it's the first time in ages that my feed is actually be getting Fortnite videos pumped into it again. So definitely <laughs> had a had a spike. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, just just mopping up some games really. Nothing, nothing new. I've got Spider Man Two ready nice. to play. Um, but other than that, it's just uh, just finishing up these loose ends before before the Christmas yeah. break. I got some there, new video game related news. Go for it. Got a new tattoo yesterday. Oh, you did? You did? Yeah. I've just I've seen a picture of this today. It Lady looks Maria. amazing as well. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah, shout out to Angel. Yeah, she's amazing. She's absolutely yeah. amazing. It's moving to Australia very soon. Best of luck. I'm sure yeah, you'll have a great time if you're listening. Sad, but... Gone but not forgotten, as I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not for you, because you're... Cu- well, I've got tattoos from Angel as well. Yeah. yeah. Signed. Done tattoos on like, all our mates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fantastic tattoo artist. Yeah. Gonna... No, so, so you got Lady Maria, did you say? I did, yeah. Lady Maria of the Astral Clock Tower from Bloodborne. Best boss in that game, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, it's just her sitting on the sitting on the throne in the Astral Clock Tower. Just waiting for you. She's going to be waiting there forever now, now that she's tattooed on your leg. Was it on your leg? Yeah, on my thigh. Nice. Yeah, that picture you sent me look, looks really good, man. Yeah, looks I'm so good. To have it. When did you get it yesterday? Yeah. How was it? Fresh. It's all itchy. right. Itchy mm, yet? It's not itchy yet. It's a little bit sore still. No. Still quite swollen, to be honest. Swollen. <laughs> swollen. Swollen. Well, uh, let's um, let's dive in, shall we? Let's dive. To our December Lookhead episode. Splash. It's looking sparse for game releases. Yep. But no surprise there, really. October and November are traditionally the it's busy months year. for game releases. But that doesn't mean that stuff isn't happening in the video game world. There are video games coming out this month. Um, Believe it And not. other stuff as well. Obviously, the Video Game Awards... Are on December the seventh, so mm-hmm. pretty pretty big event for the video game world. We'll be doing a preview show probably next episode. Will be our preview and predictions, and then we'll do a, a review show afterwards. Um, so we'll be covering that, keeping a keen eye on that, see what gets the awards. Obviously, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll hear our discussion on the nominations, which was quite interesting, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I listened back to that episode uh, yesterday, and I was yeah. like, "That was that was a good, that was a good episode." Yeah, we touched a lot of interesting topics. We did, we did. So, release wise, I must admit, I was struggling to find games I liked the look of personally. Okay. I've only found two. Ooh. <laughs> but controversial <laughs> i've only found two but i did want to bring up the playstation access controller though which is released on december the 6th sounds like you're scraping the barrel no i'm not scraping the barrel <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was but not this wasn't part of the scrapings this was the first thing i put down actually before i looked at the games mm. how many games have you got anyway just before we go into this well unlike you uh <laughs> <laughs> mate, I only I only found a couple that I was uh no, I'm not gonna like fair. every video game. Absolutely you know? fair, I... absolutely fair. Um I also struggled at first 
But then I did a little more digging, and you know me, I am partial to an indie. I indie, do play yeah. a lot of them, and I did a little bit of digging for some unknowns, and yeah. I found some that I thought were quite interesting. It's maybe okay. the first time that a mobile game is on Ooh. my is on my list, but it's also interesting. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Interesting. I got four. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I I'll do my um. I I just want to have just very brief um chat on the PlayStation Access controller because mm-hmm. uh so I actually watched a trailer for it <laughs> the trailer for a controller uh, a couple of days ago and it, it it looks controller <laughs> nice and it actually looks like really really good I'm just happy that PlayStation are putting this sort of thing out yeah so it's been designed in collaboration with a massive um accessibility community mm. um and it just looks really 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 good like it looks decent like it doesn't look like an afterthought or anything like that so it's fully customizable it's got you can change like the stick the analog stick you can change whether it's the traditional analog or whether it's like a joystick mm-hmm. you can edit the dead zones you can change the buttons on the controller like remap them you can even take the actual button off and and, and put move it, on it. And, and move it around oh that's cool there's like bigger switches you can get that have two buttons on so you can press the left-hand side and it will do square and the right-hand side and it will do X, that sort of mm. thing. You can have multiple profiles, so you can set like yep. ones for each type of game that you're playing. I just think it's really good because I, I haven't seen a controller from another, you know, from Microsoft or Nintendo mm. that have done this. I might I might be wrong. I don't think I've seen one, but this is just... It's 70 quid as well, so it's the same price as... A normal... A dual shock, a dual sense, yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just think it's awesome that PlayStation put this out. It's just great addition to their peripherals. Yeah, and very cool. More access for you know, like physically disabled gamers and things like that. I just think it's really cool. So worth yeah. noting. It's lovely. And that's it's really nice. Yeah, it's out on um, December the sixth. That controller. So exciting. That's the like one of the times where it's that a company have done something not for profit, but just because it's like something that they should do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, yeah, there's there's probably an amount of profit they will get, but it's not the mass market. Do you know what I mean? They've no, no, it to a specific audience. They could easily just not do that. Exactly. Put, like, That's what R and D into yeah. that. Yeah. It would be no it's one's nice. ever done that before, and I think it's it's just really nice. Yeah. Because there's so many accessibility options in video games now. Like yeah. Naughty yeah, Dog. Mentioned, like we mentioned a, it in the last one. Yeah, we? yeah, we did, yeah, because it was one of the categories. And now, like, Naughty Dog have really pioneered that, definitely. Um, so it's awesome to have a controller to, you know, yeah. make it easier for, for disabled gamers to be able to, to, to play games. Love which it. Which is awesome. So... That was my one of my ones, and then I've got two games. So, do you want to do? Do you want to start with my the first games? game, which could be one of yours? So, just nab one of your two, which would be <laughs> Mate, lovely. If it just be absolutely. So, so I'm hoping two of mine are your two. <laughs> Go on. Uh, my first one comes out on December the first. Okay, we're developed by the Station, uh, okay, fun- and Thunderful Publishing. It's called Steam World Build, and it's an roguelike RTS. Yeah. So, break ground on a new frontier. As the planet dies around you, dig deep, build wide to excavate long-lost spacefaring technology. 
while ensuring everyone has the vital water, fuel and creature comforts that they need. Do you have what it takes to reach the final frontier? So little bit of vibes of that oxygen game that I was talking about. Yeah. You were talking about that one that was the same but for water. This looks like it might combine all of those <laughs> elements. Yeah. Um, and I also played previously like Steam World Heist and the, their other games and I really enjoy them. I love the aesthetics. It's like that cartoony Steam World vibe. This yeah. one looks like they're taking a bit of Western inspiration as well. Looks really nice. Cool. I was going to say, is this um, part of the Steam World? Because I've heard Steam World dig. Yep. Before, so they're like different versions of of the existing game. Yeah. Same Marvel universe. It's the S. <laughs> it's the multiverse. S W C U. S W C U. Steam World Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, I've never played a Steam World game before. I've never I've played, played a couple one. of them. I played SteamWorld, the first SteamWorld dig. I think I haven't played two. Uh, and I played SteamWorld Heist as well, which was like a turn-based side-scrolling XCOM-like. Oh, of course. Of course he's played it. Oh, it's yeah. XCOM-like. Oh, yeah. You know me. <laughs> Is it co-op or multiplayer? I don't believe so. Nah. No. I don't think the other ones were, were they? From no, I don't think any of them are. But uh, maybe SteamWorld dig. They seem like they would be good multiplayer games, or, or at least co-op games, definitely. Yeah, but this is looks like a very well-polished, traditional-style RTS, but also like a settlement survivor game. Right, okay. So have they changed the perspective then? Yeah. Are they like, they are like almost completely different games? It looks it just looks like an RTS. Oh, okay, awesome. Ooh, I didn't realise that. Because I, I did see it, but I wasn't... I thought it was just another Steam World like dig oh, game no. and i was oh, like no. ah, not into, like i've not played those before so check again check again well just do my research next time and then uh first of december them. first of december steam or a build go on then do another one and then i'll do another one yeah because then Ooh. um you got to do two in a row at some oh, point by the way at the start yeah yeah end. that's fair that's fair <laughs> steam world build comes out on ps5 switch xbox one ps4 uh, PC, Series X, and S as well. So we're getting the full shablam. The full complement of hardware. So the next one is on the 7th of December. Yep. Uh, and it is uh, coming out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. Uh, day before. The day before. The day before. Okay. The day before. The Day Before offers players a uniquely reimagined journey into post-apocalyptic open-world MMO survival, set in present day on the US East Coast following a deadly pandemic. Sound familiar? Uh, It's basically (laughs) like a sort of open-world massive multiplayer game. Looks like there's inspiration in there from GTA, but it's also very much first-person shooter. The pandemic looks like it's turned people into zombies. There's bits of like COD zombies inspiration in there. Right. It's like a shared world where you're all sort of fighting for survival, a bit like Rust, but there's also lots Loads of zombies, zombies and well. shit's kicking off and everyone's got cars. <laughs> what is that? What is it? <laughs> it's just and everyone's got cars. So. <laughs> it sounds like Mad Maxi as well. What yeah. was it? What was it? Seven Days to Die? It sounds a bit like that as well. Is it Seven Days to Die? It is a bit like that, but it, it looks... Seven Days to Die is like stylized graphically. It's like quite pixel based because there's a lot of building and stuff like that. This doesn't look as much like the building survival side of that. It looks more like 
probably scavenging resources and setting up a base somewhere because you're in like a existing city. Right, okay. Already. Okay. So I think it's probably going to be more like DayZ or something like that where you don't actually have like a place that you exist in. You're just running around surviving, yeah. collecting resources and there's other players that might come and kill you at some point as well. In that one shared map, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it looks really interesting. Only like online, obviously, PvP. Could be a cool experience. Maybe make some good videos on that. When's that out? 7th of December, the day before. 7th of December. Well, the day after that (laughs) is December the 8th, (laughs) which is when my one of two games comes out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So this is called Back Then. Have you got this? No, I haven't got it. Okay, cool, cool. So there's uh, just only a short sentence on this on the um on the steam store but it's Mm -hmm. back then is a first person narrative game taking place in the mind of thomas alien 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 an elderly writer diagnosed with alzheimer's disease so it looks like this game could be really sad but also have a really really strong narrative in it um it's a first person game which kind of reminds me of gone home did you ever play Gone Home? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of got it's that cool vibe game. to it. It's quite like it's quite slow and chilled, but it's more about the storytelling within it. Mm-hmm. It looks like quite a short game. Kind of a bit of a puzzler, so it's a first person game. I think you said first person shooter. It's a first person game, but because it's set inside his head and his mind and he's got Alzheimer's, like the 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 level keeps changing. And stuff keeps appearing and like, you know, blocking your way and affecting the environment on the level. Um, So I think it's going to have puzzle elements to it in that regard. Maybe you're like sort of piecing stuff back together. Um, And then there's like uh, kind of childhood memories in it and flashbacks and things like that. Yeah, Memories from your kids and stuff like that and your grandchildren. Bit of an emotional one. It sounds like a bit of an emotional one, yeah. Yeah, but it, it does look very cool, and it's a really, really nice, like, looking, chilled game. I think probably for fans have gone home, and is it What Remains of Edith Finch as well? Yeah. That's that sort I've of vibe. I've not played that. It's been on my list for a long time. Yeah, that kind of... There was, like, a glut of those games, I feel like. Uh, Everybody's Gone to Rapture. Everybody's Gone to Rapture is another one. Yeah, Firewatch, obviously. I think, actually, I think Gone Home kind of... Kind of pioneered that genre a little bit. Yeah, I feel like that came out before Firewatch. I'm pretty sure that came out on PS3, but Firewatch sort of like took that genre and made it into a more broader. Made a Firewatch like. Yeah, yeah, but that's called Back Then. It looks really good. It's out only on PC on December the eighth. December the eighth. Very nice. Yeah. Well, going back in time, the day before. There's a lot of day afters and day befores here, isn't there? <laughs> On the 7th of December again, we're also seeing the release of an actually a similar, not similar style, but, you know, there's there's comparisons between the two. Coming out on the same day is Warhammer 40,000 Rogue Trader. I thought you would pick this. Why did you think <laughs> I was pick this? Because it's a Warhammer game. This is coming out on PlayStation 5, <laughs> Xbox One, the Series X and S, PS4, PC and Mac. Right. Oh, Mac as well. Oh, Mac as well. Nice. For anyone uh, that actually plays video games on a Mac, there you go. Yeah. There's and a this brand is... new game coming out for you this year. Brilliant. Enjoy that. <laughs> One of the few. Um, 
Yeah, this is like an online uh, co-op classic RPG game. Maybe you've played Diablo or Titan Quest or something along those lines. I have played Diablo. Yeah, it's sort of got that vibe about it. Nice. Uh, it's set in the Warhammer universe, uh, Rogue Trader, which I believe was the name of one of their old magazines. I might be wrong here, but in the it's like, a the Rogue 90s. Trader. Like, wasn't Rogue Trader a TV show from the nineties or something? Might have been, or like a website where you, I don't know. Oh, that rings a bell, Rogue Trader. Yeah, you've, I think it was their website as well. I think it was oh. where you could purchase the stuff. Right. So be, okay. And then their magazine was called Rogue Trader, and I think if you could order from it. Anyway, talking about stuff I don't really know. Um, yeah, Wait, so this... that's what we do every week. <laughs> Very true. Good point. <laughs> Touche. Um, but yeah, it's set in set in the Warhammer universe, and basically you are on board a giant void ship, void ship, and you travel between different systems within the Coronus Expanse. So right. you go from planet to planet, and you can do it like co-op. So you have a few different gangs with you and you just go and do like a dungeon crawl go and get loads of loot get new weapons upgrades and shit like that yeah awesome there's a lot of warhammer games in there they they chuck the ip about they do they? yeah they it's, do in, they're not it's afraid not all, to throw that ip around not all the same developers this is alcat studio uh, alcat games sorry yeah so i don't know i guess they just own the ip for it and they license it out for i think they just license it to certain people because obviously yeah. sega do total war yeah, that's so probably must... on some sort of contract, isn't it, where they've got X amount of games, maybe. Yeah, and and I suppose it's how they chop it up, because they've got, there's probably a reason this is called Rogue Trader specifically, because that's probably a separate portion of the IP that's not being used, whereas yeah. Total War is like Warhammer Fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, so maybe yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they've given their IP for the fantasy portion to Sega, and then maybe the others they've split up differently yeah i don't know be interesting to look into that as an episode i think that would be it's cool like yeah. um like ip sort of sharing and licensing yeah that'd be cool man be cool nice another warhammer game to add to the ranks oh you didn't the, have to uh... say it like that no i don't <laughs> i came across as disparaging <laughs> or like they churn them out but they're like I thought There's... you meant because of me. You're just like no. bloody Warhammer. No, no, no. I like Warhammer. Next Warhammer's you're cool. Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be in on that one. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> nice dude. Uh, when was that out again? Sorry, oh December the seventh. Seventh, yeah, seventh. Yeah, nice. So my second and final game of the December look ahead is a game called Paranoid. Mm. So this is out on PC as well on December the fifteenth. Paranoid is a horror that tells the story of Patrick, who's been living in isolation from the outside world for many years. One day he receives a phone call from his sister, who announces her visit more than a dozen years after she disappeared. So I'll always try and give a shout out to a horror game whenever I can, if one catches my eye. And I this definitely, see this. This, Yeah, this definitely did catch my eye. It looks like a proper... Just, you know, indie, first-person, jump-scare-tastic, see-people-streaming-it-on-Twitch kind of horror game. So there's a, quite a few of these came out over the last few years. I think they got quite popular on, on Twitch and just any sort of streaming. Um, sort of indie horrors that people could just knock up. Some yeah. of them not great, just very much like just jump-scares, the game. A bit like Five Nights at Freddy's. 
but this looks good. Just this, kicking this, it while it's down. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm not kicking anything. I'm just speaking facts, mate. <laughs> There's no tension in that game. But this looks actually like it's got a bit of a story to it and a bit yeah. more tension. There's a few like cool little mechanics in it, like mucking about with the lights and things like that. But yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks good. This is like one that would I would try over something like Five Nights at Freddy's or the Are You Wokey and stuff like that. And like you know, people just would chuck out these first yeah, person yeah. horror games, jump scare games, and it's just set in a house that's like all the lights are turned off, and you got to go and turn all the lights on. And someone's like chasing you. Yeah, yeah. There's a monster. You got to find five objects. Yeah, but this looks like actually a decent like chunk of a game rather than like a half an hour thing that you just play once and never play nice. again. When was that coming out? December the 15th. And 15th. it's called Paranoid. Yeah. Paranoid. Yeah, I did spot that. It nearly, it, it piqued my interest. It nearly it made my it. list. But Good. the horror spot was already taken. In my, oh, was it? Yeah. So one day before again, going back in time <laughs> to the 14th of December. Yeah. <laughs> A little game coming out on mobile and PC called My Little Blood Cult. <laughs> Sounds charming, mate. It's uh, called My Little Blood Cult, Common, Let's Summon Demons. Wicked. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's just not do that. Wonder, a do mobile you do, game. Think, well, do you want to know? ask me why this one jumped out at me? Or uh, I mean, it <laughs> sounds like something you do in your pastime anyway. Um, but yeah, no, you can, you can go or into two, it if you like. Something I do two pastime. <laughs> uh, no, it just jumped. It just jumped out at me. Obviously, it's got a very interesting art style. Uh, so it looks like hand drawn. But it's it's a mobile game as well, right? So essentially, the premise of the game is mostly it's like a fishing mini game, and you've right. got to collect. You're trying to build out a collection. So embark on a demonic fishing adventure in my little blood cult. Combine skill with luck to master a unique fishing mechanic and collect demons, creatures, and more to fill out your oddities cabinet and become the most powerful cult. And you can sacrifice your followers. Your devoted followers await, capture demons, monsters, and everything in between to complete your collection. And then it says, it just says uh, at the bottom, sacrifice, capture, and collect. Sacrifice your followers. Fish for powerful demons. Risk it all to complete your collection. I think it's like one of those... Uh, it might be quite fun to play on mobile because it'll be like a you know, just pass the time whilst you're on the toilet. Type well, thing. I knew you were going to say that whilst you're on the toilet. <laughs> sacrifice a few followers. Sacrifice a few followers. Catch grab a, a demon. Grab a few demons. Are they all amphibious demons? Then I'm assuming it doesn't look like it. It looks no. like it. It l- looks more like uh, you're fishing down a well that just goes directly to hell. Right. Okay. A hell so, well. <laughs> a hell well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so not so much, not as much water as you'd imagine involved in the game. To be honest, no. it's mostly blood. <laughs> well, when you said it was sold as like as a fishing game, I assume there would be a bit more war in it. But no. I guess you can fish down a well. Maybe. Fish down a well to hell. <laughs> is that the first mobile game we've ever had on a on a lookhead episode? Is. I think it might. I, be, there might yeah. have been one that. Yeah, maybe. I think it might be. Maybe ones that have been ported retrospectively. Yeah, that could be but... true. First one we've realised, anyway, so shout out. Yeah. That's the title. That's end of the year Game Awards, our personal Game Awards. First mobile game mentioned. Well, don't don't spoil the categories. What? <laughs> Cut that right out. <laughs> Anything else for December? Oh, that's 14th of December, Dillo Interactive, My Little Blood Cult, and that is my final entry. 
for this. Excellent. Well, as I said, sparse, but few indies in there this week. Well, this month. Looking. Yeah, yeah. It's always always good to get um the unsung ones out and uh, give them a little bit of exposure where we can. Video game awards next month, obviously. Mm-hmm. Gone through that. PlayStation Access Controller. Some indie titles. It's uh it's a weird one, but we've done it anyway. So we've done it anyway. I think we've done a great job, as per usual. Is there's always going to be like peaks and troughs when we do this, isn't there? Throughout the year, because yeah, some months are just known to be better than others. That's exactly, just how it is. that's exactly. how it is. Like November was stacked. We had like what eight you, games. What do you expect? Like, we, we're working with what we got, and that wasn't even including like you know, there was, we could have done a whole month on November <coughs> episodes. Anyway, what you got coming out this week? What have I got coming out? It is. Uh, another Magic the Gathering video, so I am going to talk about it. <laughs> nice, nice. We get it in there. <laughs> we do get it in there. Uh, yeah, it's just highlights of uh, uh, me and and some of our friends playing uh, Spell Table, the online version. Um, oh, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, it's really fun. It's just mostly us taking the mick out of each other or stitching each other up. Uh, and also there's a funny bit where Sam has the hiccups because he's eating uh, a spicy pot of harissa. Whenever he eats spicy food, he gets hiccups. <laughs> okay. Something to look forward A little bonus bit of the episode to look forward to. It is right at the end as well. So, Oh, nice. Nice. So you got to watch to the end. You can't skip. Yep. Well, I'll uh, hopefully join you on that um, maybe early next year. Um, yeah. I'm going to get excited. a few. I'm going to get a few more cards, get a deck together. You're riding the Rohan then, deck. Yeah. Well, I'll just end up getting bad, but it'll be a laugh, won't it? It'll be a laugh. Mate, I played it last night. I got bad. Oh, did you? Absolutely bad. It's just, um, yeah, I'm going to be rubbish at it. But I'll get the hang of it. I'll I get killed myself, actually, which was quite embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing, mate. You better, you better bring your A-grame, mate, when you come down. My A-grame? Your... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so saving you wouldn't notice that. That's <laughs> what. Ain't getting away with that. Ain't getting away with that one. Well, anyway, you better bring your A game when you come down to the island, because um, uh, yeah, Adam, Adam will probably whip you up, but yeah. I'll just, I'll just sit there and just get pummeled like immediately. I, the problem with my deck is, and it's my own fault. It's exactly what I wanted it to to do. Yeah, it's just really annoying. Right. So I just end up becoming a target because I just do, I do little bits of damage all the time to everyone, and, and I, then people are like, right, let's just get rid of him. Yeah, because it's like every every time I take my go, something happens. Where like basically, my main card makes you take damage every time you draw a card, and obviously you draw yeah. a card at the start of every turn. Yeah, yeah. So just every turn, I'm just doing damage to you. Well, that's your commander, is it? Yeah, and then every time I and then every time I draw, I gain two health. And then I've got loads of cards that make me draw loads of cards. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, but you, that's how you build the deck, isn't it? That's how you build the deck. That's it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, socials to reflect, hey there, reflect, Instagram and Twitter. Um, send us an email, hey there, reflect at gmail.com if you want one read out on the show. But other than that, that'll do us for this week. So yeah. thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks as always, Con, for joining. My pleasure. And we'll see you all in episode 39. Mic drop. <laughs>